Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode of the Red Pill Current News Podcast. I'm your host, the Kentucky Guy. And in this episode, we'll be talking about many different items, such as the horrible situation we have on our borders with child and female trafficking. We're also going to talk about Biden's energy department that proposed a new rule for gas stoves. So many different items that are going to be talked about today as far as Omar's and her little squad acting like children. (laughs) A bounty from another country on one of our U.S. citizens and our Biden administration saying nothing about it. Can you believe that? Here's my shock face. And also we'll be discussing the Chinese balloon that was shot down on Saturday. All right, folks. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Red Pill Current News Podcast. and welcome to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. I'm your award-winning, your truth seeker, the truth seeker in the United States of America, the Kentucky guy. And I hope everybody's having a fantastic day today. We are here. We have a ton of stuff to go over for this episode. And if this is your first time listening, be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button, no matter which platform you're listening to us from. We are on Apple iTunes. Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, and the list goes on. We do drop new episodes here every Wednesday and Saturday. Let's put it this way. We drop two episodes a week. <laughs> so let's do it. Let's put it that way. We drop two episodes a week. Sometimes we are a little bit late. When we have a team gets uh, behind in delivering research news that I think would be beneficial to the episode, I'll push it back without a problem. And that's some of the stuff I want to talk about in today's episode. But if you do like sports and you're a sports fan, I do co-host with Donnie Cage against the Matt wrestling podcast oh yeah we drop new episodes there every monday and friday we talk about pro wrestling past present and future so be sure to check that out also if you ever want to be a guest on the show or you have any questions for me you can always email me at olkentuck99 at yahoo.com that's olkentucky99 at yahoo.com all right folks so as i'm also the political book is out that i wrote america the Land of the Sleeping. It's on Amazon. Check it out. America. I'll leave a link in the description below. America. The Land of the Sleeping. A country who was sleeping and while our enemies crept in. It's a good story. Good story. It's a nonfiction book, by the way. Got screenshots in there. A lot of good stuff. Check it out. All right, folks. So let's get into today's news. Now, before I start off with the first, uh, with the headlines, I want to talk about something that I think we can all agree on. There's one subject that I think, and when I say all, I'm talking about not just you listeners, but I'm talking about throughout the country of the United States of America, whether you're a liberal, whether you're a Republican, a GOP, conservative, left-wing maniac, what have you. There are some that won't agree. So I'm going to say most of us. How about this way? The decent human beings, you can be a Democrat, still be a decent human being. They're not all satanic and all that garbage. 
just their leaders, and they don't realize it. And here's the thing, folks. You can't really get mad at the people that really support them, even though it can get very aggravating, because you've got to look at it this way. They've been brainwashed all their lives. They've been brainwashed. That's why they're not awake. There's, it's not there. They're just silly. I, I know people, and this is the truth, and I know good people. These are good people, and these are educated people, right? They're morally good people, and they also have a high degree of intelligence who are still asleep. They don't get it. Well, mommy and daddy was Democrat, and, uh, you know, buddy, uh, that's what we do. Democrats for the poor man and Republicans for the rich man. No, 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 no. It's flip-flop. Come on, man, flip-flop. But, yeah, highly intelligent people. I've had them on this show. Very high intelligent people who just just won't just won't open their eyes. They, you know, you can be very, very book smart and still not have common sense. And when somebody lays it on the line, and I tell you guys, and, and I repeat this just about every episode, it's not a catchphrase. I really mean it. Do your own research. Don't believe anything I tell you. Don't believe anything anyone tells you. Do not follow blindly because it's a waste. Do your own research. Figure it out. If you love this country and you love your freedom, put the time in. Do it. Everybody that's listening under the sound of my voice, you have a voice and you have something to say. So say it. Say it. Anyways, getting back, there's one subject that I want to talk about real quick that's affecting not just this country, but all over the world that I think most people can rally behind. And I think when it all comes out, and it's all said and done, and it's right there staring you in the face, this is going to be the one subject that wakes the rest of the majority up. I don't believe it's going to be the war that they're trying to act like we're going to get into with China. I don't believe it's going to be over uh, starvation, where they're trying to blow up our meat, uh, meat processing plants and things of that nature. This one subject, no matter if you're anywhere, if you have an ounce of decency, this will be the one subject to bring you in. And what this is, is open borders. But not just that. I know, Kentucky guy, we hear about borders being open all the time. We don't want to hear about it. Yeah, whatever. The open borders, which elaborates to child and human trafficking. Yes, mainly women and kids. Horrible. I want to read you some statistics. This is why Biden cartel has wide open borders. Don't never doubt it. Don't never doubt it. There's more money being right na- made right now and child and women trafficking than drugs ever thought about. And to sit here in 2023 and say make that statement, that's a bold statement, buddy. But I've been making it for the last couple of years. So that's a bold statement. There's more money being made on the heads of our children and women being trafficked than drugs. And we all know how bad drugs have flooded this country, flooded it since this open border. It's always been bad. It's always been bad. Especially, you know, I, I'm in a little town here in Kentucky, and I'll be honest with you, drugs are worse here than a lot of people know. A lot of people turn a blind eye to it. They don't realize it. And you want to know why? A small town like I live in, it's not super, super small. It's not like Mayberry, but it's smaller. smaller. Than, it's not as big as, you know, Cleveland, Ohio, or somewhere like that, Chicago, Illinois. Anyways, there's nothing really to do here. There's nothing to do. And I really believe. That's the, one of the main causes of the drug epidemic that we have. We have people die, dying all the time of fentanyl. And we're far away from the border, but it's still getting here. It's still getting here. And this isn't new in my area. Drugs have been a problem here for years, years. 
I've not always been the person that I am now. I've seen it firsthand. I've been right there. I know how bad it is. And I know how people turn a blind eye to it here. And it's not just here. It's all over the country, all over the world, all over the world. But imagine all the money that you've seen, all the money. If you've ever been part of this world, like if you've ever done drugs or been with somebody that done drugs or been around it somehow, and you count up all the money that they spent while buying drugs or that you've spent while buying drugs and think about all the people that you know that buy them and the money that they've spent over their lifetime since they've been doing them, times that by 30. And that's how much money they're making on these poor women and children. So let's get into this. India, 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 India. The country of India has a number of cases of missing persons statistics that 88 women and kids go missing by the hour. 2,130 people go missing every day in the country of India. 64,851 people go missing every month in India. That's a lot of people, folks, a lot of people. And these, like I said, do your own research. These statistics, yeah, I had somebody help me get them, but find them on the Internet. Just a guy with a keyboard. The United Kingdom. Wow. 180,000 people go missing in the U.K. every year. That number, that number is believed to be significant underestimated in the last few years as there's been 353,000 files of missing persons opened for the last couple of years, each year. I'm telling you, folks, we're in, you know, you want to call the fake pandemic, coronavirus, the pandemic, right? Here's your pandemic, right? Here it is. Syria. Syria is a country that we, we've all heard of. We know that they're all about conflict and war. Uh, many, so many of its citizens have disappeared. Armed opposition groups detained, while others have been subjected to uh, enforced disappearance. The highest number of missing persons reported in one year, in last year, 100,000 women and children. Wow, 100,000. So you're telling me, just in United Kingdom, and Syria, last year, 453,000 women and children went missing. Do you see the problem here, folks? And I'm not done. Colombia. Colombia is dubbed the kidnap capital. Colombia has a pretty high number of missing persons. The problem can be traced to uh, Obama years when the drug cartels and guerrilla groups like the M19 used kidnapping to extort money from the victims. They didn't even, they don't even release a number on these guys. The number's so high. How scary is that? Mexico, 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 right on the border. Mexico's national register. And I know why they put that because that's telling you right there. This number's a lot higher than what we're reporting. Their national register reported more than a hundred thousand people have been missing over the last two years. Wow. Wow. Niagara. This country is known as a kidnapping hotspot. In the first half of 2021, 3,000 people went missing. In January of 2022 alone, 571 people, women and children, were kidnapped. Crazy. But it's not just there. The United States of America estimate 460,000 children 
are reported missing every year for the last two years. That's right here, folks. That's home. Let me read that one more time so you get it. In the United States of America, the FBI, by the way, the Federal Bureau of Investigations report an estimate of 460,000 children, not women and children, but children, are reported missing every year. We're the worst. Sad, sad. Australia, 20,000 children are missing every year for the last couple of years. Canada, oh, dictator, 45,288 children are reported missing for the last two years. And this is each year, by the way. Germany, Germany, 100,000 children have been reported missing in 2021 and 2022, which that's all of them. And Spain, 20,000 children missing each year. Wow. If you don't have it in your heart and you don't feel something hearing those numbers, I, I just don't, I don't know what else that I can do for you. I really don't. You can listen to, to every show, every podcast out there. You're not going to wake up. If, if this doesn't touch your heart, man, oh man, I, I just, I don't know why you're still listening because I don't know. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do to help you. Nothing. All right. So, uh, let's get into the current. I just, I, I wanted to go over that first part of this episode. It's needful. There's not enough people talking about it. And that's got to change. Got to change. People need to be talking about this. All right. Let's get into the current political geopolitical economic collapse current news first headline the u.s shoots down the chinese spy balloon and china threatens in response Hmm. the u.s military shot down a suspect chinese spy balloon off the caroline coast on saturday after it transferred sensitive military sites across North America. Chinese insisted flyover was an accident involving a civilian aircraft and threatened repercussions. China res- uh, responded it reserved the right to take further action and criticized the U.S. for an obvious overreaction and a serious violation of international practice. It, in its statement Sunday, China's Ministry of Foreign Affairs said China will resolutely uphold the revamped company's legitimate rights and interests, and at the same time, reserving the right to take further actions in the response. The presence of the balloon in the skies above the U.S. this week dealt a severe blow to an already strained U.S.-Chinese relations that have been in a downward spiral for years. It prompted Secretary of State Anthony Blinken to abruptly cancel a high-stakes Beijing trip aimed at easing the tension. Quote, they successfully took it down, and I want to compliment our aviators who did it, Biden said after getting off Air Force One. Oh, God, this guy. In camp for Camp David. Quote, they decided without doing damage to anyone on the ground, they decided the best time to do it was when it it got over water within the 12-mile limit. Biden added, defense officials said to him, let's wait for the safest place to do it. The giant white, or yeah, let's wait, let's wait, Biden, so they can get all the information that they need, everything that they need, they got it all, and then shoot them down. When they're farthest away from our military bases that they've already blown over, 
And God, I mean, this guy, how corrupt, how corrupt can you be? Seriously, how corrupt can you be? He's in China's pocket. You know it, and I know it, and it's, it's a shame. He needs to be, he didn't even win the presence. He needs, oh, don't get me started. <laughs> the giant white orb was spotted Saturday morning over the Carolinas as it approached the Atlantic coast about 2.39 p.m. Eastern time. An F-22 fighter jet fired a missile at the balloon, puncturing it while it was about six nautical miles off the coast near Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Pentagon had reportedly jammed the balloon's signal so it could not transmit data back to China and even extracted data from it. The U.S. defense and military officials said Saturday that the balloon entered the U.S. air defense zone north of the Aquinnah Islands on January 28th. Wow, how come we just heard about it? And moved largely over the land across Alaska and then into the Canadian airspace in the Northwest Territories on Monday. It crossed back into the U.S. territory over northern Idaho on Tuesday, the day that the White House said Biden was first briefed on it. U.S. officials said the U.S. military was constantly assessing the threat and concluded that the technology on the balloon didn't give the Chinese significant intelligence beyond what it could already obtain from satellites through the U.S., though the U.S. took steps to mitigate what information it could gather as it moved along. What? That's that's their tell. I'm sitting on mine. They didn't do this for no reason, folks. And this is not the first airplane, by the way. There's at least been reported at least three. And Biden's sitting there looking like a fool while it's all happening. The Pentagon also acknowledged reports of a second balloon <laughs> flying over Latin America. Chinese Ministry of Foreign Affairs did not immediately respond to a question about the second balloon. Yeah, this is, folks, this is dangerous stuff. It's dangerous stuff. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I'm not going to tell you that everything's fine. Here's the one thing I will tell you. I don't believe China has the money to go to an actual war with us. However, when you're doing your research and you're looking, I want you to look up the word brink. There's something called brinks. We're going to talk about it. I don't know when, soon. This is a coalition of Russia, China, now, South Africa, and several other countries, there's about six other ones that have filed to join. This is their response to the United Nations and NATO. We're in a dangerous, dangerous position here. It's time that everybody watches and prays. Next headline. Fake news. Trump denies spy balloons flying over U.S. during his presidency. By the way, i seen it. Uh, Let's see, uh, Fox News reported this. Was one of them that reported it. What, what did, I mean, Fox News is just as bad as the rest. Just as bad as the rest. Get your actual news from into, like the places like this, independent journalists, if you want the truth. I promise you, all the news stations are owned by the same company. There's six of them that own them all. All of them. And don't ever doubt that they're playing both sides of the field, even though one's supposed to be liberal, one's conservative, blah, blah, blah. I don't care what they say. I don't. Don't get me wrong. You might have one or two decent, like Tucker Carlson. I don't know. I, I don't know him, but some of the some of the stuff that I've fact-checked him on seems to be straight up. 
So he might be a, he might be okay. I don't know. Anytime that a journalist on mainstream media is well talked about, <laughs> or if mainstream media starts to talk well about a candidate running for office, yeah, I'm very, very beworthied of them because there's a reason why they're talking good about them. Anyways, fake news. Trump denies spy balloons flying over the U.S. during his presidency. Former President Donald Trump, he's still president, by the way. You can put that former on there all you want to. I do not care. Has denied a published report which cited only unidentified sources at the Pentagon that Chinese spy balloons had transited over American airspace at least three times during the Trump presidency. Quote, the Chinese balloon situation, this is a quote from President Trump, the Chinese balloon situation is a disgrace just like the Afghanistan horror show and everything else surrounding the grossly incompetent Biden administration. Trump wrote on his Truth Social app on Sunday. Trump continued, quote, they're only good at cheating in elections, amen, brother, and disinformation. And now they're putting out that a balloon was put up by China during the Trump administration in order to take the heat off the slow-moving Biden fools. China had never had, I'm sorry, quote, China had too much respect for Trump for this to have happened, and it never did. Just fake disinformation, added Trump. The former commander-in-chief may have been referencing a report from the Associated Press that originally claimed that two Chinese balloon incidents occurred during the Trump's time in the White House. Later on, however, the same story was changed to three incidents. Whoa, where'd the other one come from? Involving China balloons reaching American airspace without an edited edit correction notice from the AP, Associated Press. As evidence, Amber Athley, the Washington editor for the American Spectator, noted how the American press changed this story in virtual real time without explaining the rationale. On Saturday, the U.S. military shot down the suspected spy balloon over the Atlantic Ocean. It traveled over Alaska, Western Canada, and swath of uh, continental states before getting shot down near the Carolina coast. The Chinese balloon also flew over a number of U.S. military sites, which rankled many Americans who had been calling for the object to be grounded immediately. Yeah, China maintains the balloon flyover was an incident and has since floated possible repercussions against the U.S. government. China said it's now reserved the right, quote, to take further action. Bring it, boys. Bring it. Bring it. Please. Please. Just bring it. Let's see what you got. Let's see what you got. You don't have the money. You don't have the artillery. Let's go. Let's go. I'll volunteer. Let's do this. I'm so sick of these guys. We sent our secretaries of state, our house speakers, Taiwan. They threaten us. Everything we do, they threaten us. But they wouldn't, they didn't do this two years ago when we had a real president in office. And I'm sick of them getting on TV and making us look weak. Folks, why aren't you mad? Why aren't you yelling? This is America, the land of the free, home of the brave. Do you know how many people lost their lives so we can do this podcast? So you can do whatever you're doing right now, sitting there watching TV or what have you. How many of our boys and girls lost their lives for that right? And to have this dictator, this piece of crap, get on there and threaten us? Come on. Come on. Another story to show you how weak Joe Biden is. Next headline. 
Biden, oh, sleepy Joe, silent as Turkey places a bounty on a U.S. citizen and a former NBA star. Yeah. Yeah. And when I say a bounty, I'm talking about a hit. Yeah. You know, the stuff you see on the movies, you know, the mafia took out a hit on you. Yeah. Wait till you hear this story. President Joe Biden, man, it makes me sick of my stomach every time I call him president, has been silent on the bounty that Turkey has placed on the head of an American citizen, Enos Cantor Freedom, and he's demanding to know why. Quote, it's unacceptable because I'm a U.S. citizen and getting threats and have a bounty on my head on U.S. soil, the former NBA star told Fox News last week. And I want my president to actually go out there and do something. Yeah, he's not going to do anything but drink hot milk and go to bed early. Last month, the Turkish government placed Cantor Freedom, a former NBA star and naturalized U.S. citizen who was born in Turkey, on a wanted list for allegedly being, good Lord, this guy's a ball player, for allegedly being a member of a terrorist organization. The price tag, you're wondering, folks, $500,000 for anyone who provides information that leads to his capture. In the last few weeks, Cantor Freedom has met with more than 125 members of Congress to plead his case. So far, now look, listen to this, you're not, you're not going to hear any, any Democrats at all. So far, more than 40 House Republicans have signed a letter calling on Biden to consider placing sanctions on Turkey. Quote, all I'm asking from President Biden is to talk about the human rights violations and put sanctions on individuals, Cantor Freedom said. Cantor Freedom is an outspoken advocate of human rights. He said that Turkey's president, Recap Takalam, is one of the leading abusers of human rights. Cantor no longer plays in the NBA, where he wore sneakers which read, Free Tibet. During a game in November of 2021, China TV temporarily banned coverage of the Celtics game. Since then, he has worn similar anti-China warnings on his sneakers, which he believes is the reason why he is now a free agent, essentially ostracized by the league. This hasn't stopped him from speaking out against the brutal regimes in China and Turkey. Quote, if God gives you a gift, you can give it back to people by standing with them, he said. That means so much to people out there who don't have a voice. Amen, brother. If you're not outspoken about some of the issues that are happening, then you are, and I love this quote, then you are part of the problem. And that's true. If you're not saying something, if you're not getting mad over what's happening, you're part of the problem. You need to get mad. And why do I say that? Why, do you, why are you saying get mad, Kentucky guy? Why? 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 Well, it's simple. You get mad, you're going to do something about it. That's usually when people start acting and start doing something. I don't mean get out here and be like Antiva and riot and do the stupid crap. I'm talking about doing something. Write your congressman. Call your congressman. Do something. Do something. Help your neighbor. We all have a job to do here. All. Last July, Canton Freedom visited Israel, and he co-hosted a multi-faith basketball camp in Jerusalem. Sound like a pretty good guy to me. Sound like a pretty good guy to me. Just, uh, I don't know. Uh, 
I, I can't believe he's right. I can't believe it either. I cannot believe that there's American citizen walking around with a bounty on his head from another dictator country. And our president is silent about it. Wow. Wow. And I can't make this stuff up, folks. Just can't. I can sit here and dream all day and try to come up with fairy tale scenarios. And it, I, I, I would never be able to come up with something like this. American soil and an American. And he's got a bounty on his head of $500,000 from a dictator country like Turkey. What? All right. Next headline. Representative Max Miller, Democrats, complaint acted like the children over a Mars committee removal. Yes, they did. You guys have it. It's kind of comical to me. Uh, <laughs> Representative Max Miller, Republican out of Ohio, said that the Democrats are acting like little children following the House voting to remove Representative Omar, a Democrat from Minnesota, from her House Foreign Affairs Committee assignment which of several anti-Semitic posts on social media and public comments. Democrats started this, to be clear, Miller said. Who was elected to the House in the recent midterm elections and introduced the resolution to remove Omar from the committee? Said during Wake Up America on Saturday, for me, this isn't tip for tat, but for them to go up there and opine and have no civility on the house floor and just look directly at us when remarks are to be towards the speaker or the pro tem the pro tem at the time it means they're little children they're crying and screaming because they didn't want to, they didn't get what they wanted omar a member of the progressive democrat squad was voted off the committee 218 to 211 along party lines <laughs> House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said he would remove her from the committee after she after her past posts on social media invoked anti-Semitic troops against Israel. Omar apologized unequivocally for the remarks, highlighting pro-Israel groups hypertizing U.S. government representatives and using money to get what they wanted. Miller said that he supports Omar's First Amendment right to comment on things the government is doing, 1,000%, but that as a representative on the Foreign Affairs Committee, she's acting like an ambassador for the 330 million Americans she represents. Quote, if you want to criticize the country, you can criticize whatever country that you would like, he said. But when you start targeting a marginalized group of people, with an insane rhetoric and also calling Israel an appalled state and encouraging what I believe is violence in the street to the United States of America and globally, she has no place on that committee. She is, a, she is the ambassador for the House of Representatives to travel around the world for over 330 million Americans. He said that criticizing Israel, the closest ally the U.S. has, in the Middle East is unacceptable. She's not even allowed into the state of Israel, which is our greatest and most strategic democratic ally within the Middle East, he said. It's unacceptable. She has no place on the committee. She can serve on whichever committee that she would like, except for that one. And I believe the reasons are more than sound. And he's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. So if you 
the squad, AOC, Omar, Bush, uh, oh my goodness. If, <laughs> if you could listen to those people, AOC got up there and she said so many lies. She actually said that a Republican member of the House threatened her life. I, she acted like she was preaching. She's a woman. She ain't no preacher. It, it was disgusting. And we all know how truly dishonest that woman is. You know, I mean, how it wasn't very long ago, you know, she's like, we need to get rid of our gas stove. It's going to kill us all. Yeah, when she has a gas stove of her own in the freaking video. That's how, that's the kind of people, the idiots we're, we're dealing with here. Just stupid. You know, if, if you're going to make a video, if I'm going to make a video and I'm going to say, man, we can't do gas stoves. It's going to kill us all. I mean, we got to get rid of every one of them. Every one of them, we got to go, we got to go. And I'm sitting on top of my gas stove. Yeah, I'm an idiot. And she's definitely a joke and an idiot. Speaking of gas stoves, next headline. Biden Energy Department proposes new rules for gas stoves despite the pushback against the national ban. Last Wednesday, the U.S. Department of Energy proposed new energy standards for gas stoves months after consumer safety officials suggested the possibility of a nationwide ban sparking a lot of backlash <laughs> because people are finally starting to push back. That's what we got to do. We got to push back against the stupid liberal green energy crap. The Department of Energy's rules open for public comment until April 3rd would set maximum Integrated annual energy consumption standards for gas stoves and would require conventional ovens to have a control system that utilizes a linear power supply. So you're still talking about turning them into electric stoves. I mean, let's just be honest about it. Conventional oven, according to the department, the standards would be technology feasible and economically justified and could yield important and robust climate benefits, oh, whatever, such as reduced emissions of air pollutants and greenhouse gases. Oh, God, let's let's worry about the greenhouse gases because if we keep going like we're going in 100 years from now, 300 years from now, I'm sorry, in 300 years from now, uh, let's see, it's going to raise 1%. That's going to kill us all. Oh, you don't believe me? Go do your research. 1%. In 300 years, this Green New Deal crap, this is all money, money grab and control. Remember, you and I, normal people, we will own nothing and we'll be happy. Don't forget that. That's what they want. If you think I'm, if you, <laughs> you think I'm just talking out my butt, God help you. The proposed rules follow a letter from Democratic lawmakers last year citing safety risks and climate change concerns associated with gas stoves. However, the American Gas Association has argued that the Consumer Product Safety Commission has not conducted a meaningful study of the appliances and that banning them would be a misguided agenda that will not improve the environment or the health of consumers and would saddle vulnerable populations with significant costs. The Energy Department maintains that the standards do not constitute a ban and that every major manufacturer as products that meet or exceed the requirements proposed today, according to a statement from NBC News. 
Yeah, so, okay, more data. According to the data from the Energy Information Administration, 38% of households currently use gas stoves for cooking, with the figure reaching 70% in states such as California and New Jersey. Karen Herbert, CEO of the American Gas Association, has said that the trade association will carefully evaluate the new rules in the coming weeks. Quote, we are concerned that this is another attempt by the federal government to use regulations to remove viable and efficient natural gas products from the market, she said. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I don't. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. I don't. Not on this part. I know that uh, that they want to do with all natural gas. They want to do with fossil fuel and, and all that good stuff. I just don't think that they're going to be able to push this through if we keep doing what we're supposed to do. And that's standing up for our rights. I don't care if you have a gas stove. I don't care if you've never had a gas stove ever in your life. You need to stand up because this is for your freedom. For your freedom. Your neighbor probably has a gas stove somewhere. A family member probably has a gas stove. Stand up for them. I don't care if you've never owned one. It doesn't matter. Stand up for them if they try to push this law on them. Okay, folks, so let's get into the last headline for today. Next headline, please. Aha, uh-huh. Hunter Biden's lawyer called for a criminal investigation and two figures involved in documenting. <laughs> so, by the way, by the way, Hunter Biden has now acknowledged, has now acknowledged that that was his laptop. I don't know if you've seen that yet or not, but, oh yeah, it's his laptop. So, daddy, and what about all these people that, you know, that's treason. They all lied. They, they, they you know, even the Washington Post and the New York Times, when, why aren't these people being held accountable? Because they all lied. He's come out and said, hey, daddy, you and all these other people, you're liars. It is my laptop. And there are pictures of me doing drugs and being with young kids. What a joke, man. What a disgusting joke. Hunter Biden's legal team has requested federal and state criminal investigations into individuals associated with the contents of his infamous laptop, which first gained attention in October of 2020. In the letters sent to the Department of Justice, the Delaware Attorney General, and the IRS, Hunter Biden's lawyers, admitted the laptop doesn't bleed, <laughs> does indeed belong to Hunter Biden. John Paul Mack, Isaac, the owner of the computer repair shop where the laptop was dropped off in 2019, attempted to contact Mr. Biden for months to return the laptop and then alerted the FBI of its contents. He is also said to have made a copy of the laptop and given it to Rudy Giuliani, the the lawyer, Robert J. Costello. Federal authorities took possession of the laptop in December of 2019. I wonder why this computer repairman would make a copy and give it to Rudy Giuliani. Why? Well, I wonder why. I mean, doesn't he, do you think this guy might understand? that our FBI at the top is corrupt. Not all of them. There's a lot of great people on the FBI. But, yeah, you think you might understand that? Yeah. Federal authorities took possession of the laptop in December 2019. In the letter, Hunter Biden's legal team 
asked for an investigation into the individuals involved, including Isaac uh, Gillum Costello, Steve Bannon, <laughs> an ex-Trump aide, uh, Garrett, Garrett Ziegler, Bannon Associate, Jack Maxey, and Cyber, Cyber Analytics from Executive Yukov Appel. The lawyers claim that there is considerable reason to believe that these individuals violated various federal laws in accessing, copying, manipulating, and or dismantling Mr. Biden's personal computer data. The letter acknowledged that it was not a common thing for a private person and his counsel to seek someone else being investigated, but asserted that the actions and motives here require it. In addition to the letters, Hunter Biden's legal team also sent a cease and desist to Fox News host Tucker Carlson, demanding a retraction of a segment he broadcasted on the laptop. As reported by CNN, the letter called the segment false and defamatory and claimed it was part of a coordination disinformation campaign against Hunter Biden. Dude, are you serious? How do you have a leg to stand on saying anything at all about Hunter Biden and disinformation? They said the whole freaking laptop was disinf Russian disinformation, that it wasn't true. That it wasn't true. What? Come on. By the way, Amazon, they, they sent out a report earlier. It's breaking news, by the way, that by 2030, remember the New World Order, that's their goal, 2030, right? But Amazon, I'm sure they're innocent in all of it. Their CEO, uh, Kathy Wood, predicted that Amazon would be using more robots than humans by the year 2030. Folks, don't fall for this AI, this artificial intelligence. Don't think that it's just going to go away. We're going to have, we're going to have a fight on our hands. They don't want us. They want a copy of us, a carbon copy. And this is right here is one of them that will absolutely 11 million job openings, 5.7 million unemployed individuals. Due to robots by 2030. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of people. Man. Oh, one more breaking news story. And then we'll get off here. China. Oh, man. China successfully clones cows to reproduce, import, increase food supply. Wow. I'm going to read this one. Yep, I'm going to read this one. For the first time in national history, Chinese scientists, from the country's region, have successfully cloned three Holstein franchise cows, according to the Global Times, a paper with close ties to the Chinese Communist Party. The aim of the experiment was to meet the demands of China's growing middle class and reduce the country's dependence on importing dairy cows, which account for 70%. The clone samples were taken from a Holstein franchise which are known as super cows, capable of producing up to 36,000 pounds of milk a year. Following the success of the experiment, the team plans to build a herd of more than 1,000 super cows over the next several years. The, <laughs> the produce product follows China's prior ventures to improve its food supply, including the construction of the world's largest animal cloning factory which started in 2015. 
I didn't know that. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Funny how they keep stuff away from us until it comes out. And in twenty and they have the plans to clone up to one million beef cattle per year. Don't you never think if they get away with this that it's not coming here. Never. If you listen to the last episode, I already talked about by this year they're gonna put fake processed meat in restaurants. I mean, this just keeps getting crazier and crazier and crazier. And it's gonna be up to us. We're the only ones. That can stop this madness. You, me, anyone that's listening, we're it. You want to stop this craziness and get our country and our world back, it's up to us. It truly is. All right, folks, that's all the time we do have for today. You've been listening to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. And I am your grateful host, the Kentucky Guy. Hope everybody has a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, God bless and God bless America.